welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's show where we're going to be talking about stepping into the uncomfortable zone. And if you have started, are thinking about, are in the process, getting close to publishing, just publish your book and, you know, really out there marketing it, like you are going to hit uncomfortable zone after uncomfortable zone after uncomfortable zone because this journey of writing your transformational book is an ever-evolving journey. And if you're really going to grow and impact it the way that you want to grow and impact in the world, right, from, from you to your business to your readers like and beyond, you've got to learn how to really step into that uncomfortable zone, how to navigate that uncomfortable zone, and how to actually use it to help you grow and impact even more. So I am delighted to have with me today um, one of my amazing clients, Don Awalt, who wrote the book called The Uncomfortable Zone. You probably could have guessed that by today's title. That's the topic of his book, um, The Uncomfortable Zone. Um, Don Awalt, obviously, author, he's a coach, he's a public speaker, and he's really dedicated to helping corporate professionals become independent and create their own company, breaking free from those shackles of employment so they can live a life that they deserve. And uh, in this book, which you'll hear a little bit about today as he teaches you how to step into the uncomfortable zone um, with your writing and in your life, um, you know, he's going to talk about how to overcome some of that fear that we face when we make changes. And now he comes from a very accomplished background as a business analyst for multi-billion, that's B with a B, multi-billion dollar companies. And it's all that experience that really led him to this calling now, um, you know, facing all the fears you face and leaving a really well-paying job to set out on your own and, you know, move through all of those uncomfortable places as I know he did as well as he was writing the book because I mentored him in my select level um, program to move through the process of writing and publishing this amazing book. So I'm excited to dig into this very juicy conversation we're going to have today because you're all going to get there and you're all going to know how to step in, embrace, even accept and welcome that uncomfortable zone so you cannot let it stop you from doing what you're here to do and being who you're here to do, to be. And Don Awald is someone who has done that. So welcome, Don. I'm super happy that you're here today and we get to have this conversation. Well, for me as well, and it's definitely a pleasure and uh, definitely an honor to be here and to help you out with this, uh, with your mission, because uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there that have got some very valuable information to share, and they just want to get it into their book and get it out to the world. Yes, absolutely, they do. And you know, that's what I love doing. So um, I'm going to ask you the question I always ask to kick things off, which is how like, did this whole journey of authorship happen? Childhood dream, you know, adult dream, maybe you held hidden, you know, for years before you did anything about it. Like, what was the journey of actually becoming the published author that you are today and now, you know, launching into creating a business around this work? 
Well, I, I've always enjoyed writing. However, never thought about a book until I was about mid-career in uh, corporate America. I was working for a software company that had kind of a boutique uh, software package. And one of the, the challenges with uh, with getting it out and implemented and understanding it was very poorly documented. And uh, I joined this company after being uh, self-employed for a while and decided, well, I'll get a get a real job. And uh, with that kind of entrepreneurial attitude, I kind of uh, decided, well, I'll create my own little uh, niche in this company and start documenting and writing user manuals. So I was just documenting this huge program uh, left and right for quite a few years hired somebody else to help me and she printed out everything I had written. And it was just in binder after binder, after binder, after binder. I go, my gosh, I could have written a novel here. And that's kind of gave me the idea that I enjoy writing and I've done a whole lot here. So why not write a book? And so early on, uh, this was probably about, about two, two and a half decades ago, I started, you know, writing a little, bit here a little bit there and kind of in the the area of nonfiction but it really kind of hit um about seven years ago so you know i've been thinking about this for a long time how about we just do it and that's really when i really put my fingers to the keyboard and started writing some chapters was about seven years ago well you know it's interesting because there are so many people who experience what you experience which is i was thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it, thinking about it, right? And then there's just this time where you kind of get sick and tired of thinking about it. And you have to cross that threshold, if you will. You have to step into that uncomfortable zone, going from thinking about it to actually really doing it. So can you share a little bit, Don, um, because we probably have some people listening who are like, oh yeah, like I'm a little uncomfortable. And instead of stepping in, I'm stepping back. Um, what are some tips that you can offer to our authors um, who would help them step, you know, step into that place and begin, you know, to really do it instead of just thinking about it, talking about it, you know, maybe writing a little note about it, but not really doing it. Can you speak into that? I sure can. I think the reason that so many authors kind of him and ha, you know, kind of picture the, you know, the person kind of standing outside the, um, uh, you know, outside the, the the group of everybody else and kind of wondering what in the world uh, they have to offer and kind of hands behind their back, head down. Who am I to write a book? And the thing that I found most uncomfortable for myself was, is if I wrote this, is anybody going to read it? Is anybody going to, uh, is anybody going to think it's good or am I going to get, you know, criticized for it? And I think it's that, that fear of criticism that holds a lot of people back. I know it certainly held me back. And that's what really was kind of uncomfortable in my writing was who's going to read this and who am I to be authoring this book? Now to step through it, uh, I, I got to uh, quite frankly admit you were you were invaluable, absolutely invaluable. And um, the way that you uh, you coached me and the program that you had, I think the main thing more than anything else that carried me through is to always remember, just keep on writing. 
and that the one thing I, that uh, the one thing you said that is reverberated in my mind over and over again is the difference between a published author and somebody writing a book is the published author didn't quit. Yes, published authors don't quit, and that is the only difference. Well said. Mm-hmm. I guess well said by me, well said by you, reflecting what I said to you a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anything else on that note in terms of like what it takes to just step? Well, first of all, I actually think I want you to talk about what your definition is of the uncomfortable zone. Like let's help everyone understand this because Don has this really amazing kind of perspective of this uncomfortable zone and the comfort and how it relates to the comfort zone. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that first? Cause I think that's going to help our listeners just kind of digest what you're talking about and then see how they can overlay this concept, um, you know, on what they're writing in their book or if your book is already published, you know, and you're uncomfortable in some of the marketing pieces, um, what have you. So can you just kind of Give us philosophically um, your uh, definition, description, understanding, and experience of what this uncomfortable zone is and how it works and how it can either liberate us or jail us from what we want to do. Yes, because we talked about the, you know, the term, the uncomfortable zone. Of course, it begs the question, well, what is a comfort zone? We hear the term over and over again. It's used so commonplace. So I looked it up. Like, what is the def- definition of comfort zone, and who first who first came up with this phrase? Well, its origin cannot be traced, and so different uh, uh, psychologists have got their their definition on it. So, in taking a look at, at comfort zone in the way that I experienced it, and the way that I see other people experience it, it's a place where life is predictable. So it's kind of a commonplace, uh, predictable. Uh, and some, in some cases, mundane. And some, for some people, they actually you know, hate their comfort zone, yet it is predictable. So the uncomfortable zone isn't so much of stepping out of the comfort zone as we, again, that's another phrase we hear quite often, is, you know, step out of your comfort zone. When you step out of your comfort zone, you've taken some action on a goal to make some kind of change Usually, it's pretty invigorating and exciting, and you feel proud of yourself. It's really not that uncomfortable once you've taken some action. But it's when you're sitting in that place of predictability that you're just just not that satisfied with anymore, and you're thinking about making a change, and all the fear steps in, and all the doubt steps in, and you know, as I've mentioned earlier, earlier with uh, the the uncomfortable feeling I had about writing a book. Who am I to be an author? And, you know, who am I to share this wisdom? That's what's uncomfortable. So it's a matter of, with any goal in life, whether it's writing a book or deciding to, um, uh, you know, a new relationship, or it could be a new job, a new career. It could be even something that you want to do in your community. And you're asking yourself, oh my gosh, who am I to do this? Who am I to you know, ask that person? Who am I to promote myself in this way? That's when all the discomfort is, takes place. And, to, and uh, I've, I've heard it uh, said many different ways is you know, the best way to, to, to cure a fear is to take action upon it. Because when you take the action upon it, 
that expands that level of comfort. That expands the box that you're in. You know, another phrase is get outside, you know, think outside the box. Once you're thinking outside of the box, the box is now bigger. So that's the, the advice I always make to people is, that I always suggest is that you're taking a look at something you want to do differently. First of all, accept I have, I have these fears. Well, that you have the self-doubt. I have, you know, this um, this hesitation about taking any action on that. That's evidence that you are a perfectly, you know, you're you're perfect in your creation as a human being. We have a self-preservation mechanism, and it kicks in all these fears. Don't make a change. You lived through yesterday. It looks like you're going to live through today. If you don't make a change, there's a good likelihood you'll live through tomorrow. So don't change. It's the self-preservation mechanism. It kicks in, and it's very, it's very efficient. It's very clever. It's very sneaky as to how it shows up in your life. You just got to take some action, move through, see what results you get. You don't like the results, make some changes. So, like, I really hear you talking about it almost being a fluid process some, somewhat, like, the, you know, with this expansion and maybe contraction and the new expansion. And, you know, I love that you have this distinction of, you know, the comfort zone really being the place where, you know, life is kind of just predictable, maybe mundane, but predictable. And and then the place of like, okay, I'm in action, but then the uncomfortable zone is that place in between. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, like some of you out there right now are hearing this, like, oh my gosh, like that's me. Like life is predictable. It's mundane, but it's no longer comfortable because I have this dream. I have this desire. I have this yearning. I feel this calling inside of me. Like I know I'm supposed to be doing this, but you're not yet doing it. Like that's that uncomfortable place. So um, I'm just grateful for the distinctions, Don. So any words of wisdom specifically, because I know we have some of you right now who are like, oh my gosh, that is me. Like, what would you say specifically to that person to help them kind of navigate through and step into that uncomfortable zone so that they can move into the action, you know, that overcomes the fear and eliminates, you know, that experience of the uncomfortable zone. It really boils down to, again, another over, overused term, just do it, just start writing. And you know, once, you st- once you get your fingers to the keyboard and start writing on the book, you'll, you'll start channeling an energy and, you know, depending on, on your spiritual beliefs, you know, it's, it's coming from, so, it feels like it's coming from something outside of you. Well, really, it's coming from inside of you. It's it's information you have to share to the world that is pent up inside of you and begging to come out. And the frustration that you're feeling of, you know, who am I to do this? And you're biting your nails. Who's going to read this? And is, is it going to make a difference in the world? That is a conflict between this energy inside you saying, let me out. And the self-preservation mechanism and you say don't change anything they're butting heads that's the tension you feel let the voice out there's that um you know story of the um the two wolves you know and like which wolf lives you know there's two wolves and one you know like the wolf that lives you know it could could be the voice of fear or it could be the voice of possibility. It just depends. And I know that I'm butchering this analogy and the story for those of you who have heard it, 
Um, but it's like, well, which wolf wins? You know, the wolf that is like this, you know, quote unquote, uh, going to keep me stuck wolf or the wolf that's going to help me actually break free. And it's like, well, which wolf do you feed? Like the wolf that you feed is the wolf that thrives, the wolf that lives, you know, the wolf that, you know, goes on. So it, it is, it's like, are you going to feed that self-preservation part of you? And I get it as authors, like, you know, there's stuff, and maybe you can speak to this, Don, because, you know, there's one thing like getting through the uncomfortable zone to actually start writing the book. But then as you're writing it, you may hit other, you know, points of uncomfortable zones. We're like, oh my goodness, like, am I really going to share this content or am I going to kind of sweep it under the rug and just pretend it's not really there, um, even though it would really be important for the book, but it's kind of scary and uncomfortable. Can you speak to that, Don? Because I know you had some personal experience with that as you were writing. Oh, I certainly did. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you used the, the, the two wolves story. And, uh, uh, you know, for those who did, haven't, uh, haven't heard the two wolves story, it's pretty easy to go Google it and find it. It's been written so many different ways. But feeding the, the yeah, which, which wolf are you going to feed? Are you going to feed the the wolf that is is timid and scared and and um, thinking that it would be so much easier just to you know forget about it and not write the book. Uh, that is when you don't reach out and get involved in the community. If you kind of stay in your your own little world, that wolf can be easily fed. And if you really want to get the book out and let that inner that inner gift that you have come out and come out into into words and be published for other people to read, it's good to get into a community of, uh, of other writers. You know, immerse yourself into the the world of um, of, of writing and publishing. That's uh, it's a huge world. It's like just a huge business, and there's just so many places you can go. And you'll find so many other accomplished authors who have already gone through what you've going through to give you that uh, to give you that that help. You know, for me, uh, the story that I had was a uh, you know, story of my bankruptcy back in 2004. I realized as I was reading about it, I was writing about it. I, this was a, a point in my life that made a real pivot. I just when I stepped out of the court, I w- I was just totally empty, just totally empty and you know i remember the question i kind of asked myself is okay that's over now what not thinking that oh my gosh you know what worse things could kind of come along but more in a positive way that's over so now what's next i'm down to the bottom so there's no other way but up so that was a real pivoting point in my life and something that i really wanted to uh, uh use in the book as a point where you know, stepping in and, and doing the uncomfortable thing, the uncomfortable things that I needed to do in my life, you know, getting out of my comfort zone or my complacent zone is a, was a better term for it at the time. What do I need to do now? So I wanted to, wanted to include that story. But then it occurred to me, I was so embarrassed about that bankruptcy. I had told absolutely no one who was close to me in my life. Not my children, not my uh, spouse, not my parents. No one had knew about this event. When I say spouse, it was really ex-spouse, but, you know, the mother of my children. So um, 
no one knew of this event in my life. And so when I published the book, the first thing I had to do was sit down with everybody and say, um, early on in the book, you're going to read a little story. <laughs> so, and here's what happened. And uh, so that, you know, the, being able to disclose some of the things that uh, were significant in your life that are pertinent to who you are and the message you have to bring out, be proud of those moments that they made you who you are today. That event made me who I am today, plus you know many other events in my life that at one time I was embarrassed to talk about. There's no need to be embarrassed about it. There's no reason to let your ego get in the way and say, this is not you know, who I am. It is who you are. Those events is what has made you unique, has brought your unique gift uh, that's uh, sitting inside you, ready to come out into the world. You wouldn't have had that gift without those experiences. So true. So true. So was it more uncomfortable to sit down and actually talk with you know, the people close to you about this? Or was it more uncomfortable to be writing it in a book where not only people close to you, but, you know, kind of like acquaintances and distance acquaintances and, you know, business colleagues and associates and, you know, potential clients would read it. Like where, or was it, uh, were both of them pretty darn uncomfortable? Like the intimate and the, the expansive. Well, I think the expansive part of it, you know, writing about it and thinking about who's going to read it. Yes, there was a level of discomfort in there. However, it was definitely sitting down and having that face-to-face conversation with the people really close in my life because they'll, they'll ask the question, well, why didn't we talk about this before? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you bring it up? And at the time, it was just, I, I was, I don't know if it was, I, I was too proud or just the, you know, the embarrassment. I'm not too sure what emotions were driving my staying silent but they are what they are and, uh, or they were with what they were at the time. So, but having those conversations with, with the folks to say, Hey, there's a few things you're going to read about in this book that I've never talked to you about. So we have those conversations. It was uncomfortable to sit down and get ready to tell the person about it. Once I told them about it, they go, Oh yeah. Remember that time in your life? We knew stuff was going on. We're just wondering what was going on and why you weren't opening up and talking to us about it because we knew you were just going through a a really tough time. And then we had once I took action on it, it's no longer uncomfortable. Now that's expanded out, it's it's in the open, it's no longer an uncomfortable topic. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I mean, at least I haven't in my 16 years of working with authors come across one who hasn't had that conversation with themselves you know does this go in and of course I've had it with myself with some of the stuff that I've written oh my gosh like am I really gonna say this um because it is it can be highly uncomfortable to to be so transparent and vulnerable and authentic with some of the things that we really feel like we want to put in our books but again it's like it's that voice of self-preservation right that voice of self-preservation is there to keep us safe it's not there to to free us and, and liberate us. So I'm delighted to hear the experience that you had, you know, both in talking with them and, you know, the writing of the story in the book. I mean, it's in the, you know, it's near the beginning of the book um, because like it, it frees you in the, in the process. It absolutely does. So um, I, I'm just 
curious, would you let everyone know how long it took you to write your book? I like to joke and tell people it take, took like about, oh, four or five weeks. Spread over, spread over seven years. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I coached you through this process. It was not four or five weeks. Yeah, it was about four or five spread weeks. It. No, really, the, the content that actually made it to the book was, I could have easily said done, read it, and, and wrote it cover to cover in four, you know, four or five weeks. And I make that point because there's a lot of programs that out there out there says, "Hey, get your book written in 30 days." And some of them give me this bold to say, "Get get a book written in a weekend," which I would agree could be done, unless you're an accomplished author. The likelihood of getting a good book out in a short period of time is is highly unlikely. Uh, just uh, sure there could be exceptions. Uh, you, know, you could be the person who. It has a you know a brilliant uh, you know piece of work come out in a short period of time. However, give yourself some time to really find that message inside. Because if you knew what that message was and you were crystal clear on what that message was, all to to its furthest depth, you would have already written the book. So give it time to come out and mature and get out through the words that you want to share to the world. Hmm. Very, very, very well said. Thank you, Don. And that actually kind of brings up, um, I'm doing a one-day virtual event in October. Um, and you can go find out a little bit more, get in a wait list right now. Um, it's christinecloser.com forward slash virtual event. It's a free one-day training that I'm going to be doing. And it's going to be digging in to help people kind of get that clarity on the message because too many people spend, you know, years or decades, you know, kind of in, in the uncomfortable zone of feeling this book inside of them, but not taking action yet to do anything about it because they don't really yet have the clarity. They don't have the confidence, you know, they're not really connected to like the mission and the, the meaning and um, the message that they're here to create as only they can create. Right. So I'm going to be doing a whole entire full day on that. Um, so as long as you mentioned it, John, Don, I figure I'll toss it in too. Um, but again, you go to christiancloser.com slash virtual event or go to show notes to get a link and join me there for free and spend a day. I'm doing some amazing training on exactly, you know, helping people get that kind of clarity. I'm going to, you know, you're going to, might be uncomfortable coming into the day, but you'll be, you know, comfortable to like take action um, by the end of the day. So you might want to consider joining me, but that'd be great to see you there. Um, yeah, so more details to follow, but it, uh, what you need to know for now is over at that website page. So, um, and speaking of website pages and show notes and everything, I do want to make sure um, that you are aware that Don has a resource for your listeners today, which you can also go grab at the show notes or go to donawalt.com to um, get access to it there. But it's called Being Your Own Boss, the top seven things home-based business owners must know. So for any of you who are looking at making this transition, and let's face it, you know, with the world of COVID that we're experiencing, like we're all in some stage of transition and there's lots of people working from home right now who never imagined they'd ever be working from home. But if you want to be making that transition um, to, you know, like go through that uncomfortable zone and create your own thing at home, I highly encourage you to uh, go grab that resource from Don. Again, it's called Being Your Own Boss, and you can find it on our show notes, and you can also find it at Don's website, donawalt.com. So Don, in closing, what is the 
most important piece of advice, wisdom, tip, what have you, that you want our listeners to walk away with from this episode today? Like, what's the what's the essence you want them to be like, ugh, oh, okay, got that locked in, um, in their being from our conversation? What would that, what is that? Well, we opened with it, and let's close with the same thing, is the difference between someone who wants to write a book and a published author is the published author didn't quit. But on top of that is... Definitely get a mentor of some kind. And Christine, your Get Your Book Done program is just absolutely brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. And the, the metaphor I like to use is, hey, if you need to get through a minefield, do you want to get down on your high, hands and knees with a stick and be poking the ground to find out where the mines are? Or do you want to follow the footsteps of somebody who made it to the other side? Definitely get some experience with it because uh, you know, when I went to write a book, I thought, you know, how hard could it be? Well, <laughs> found out there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. Uh, there's just so many components and so many moving parts after that's it, after you get the text done. So definitely find somebody who can help out with uh, with the process. And uh, Christine has definitely got the the track record of. Um, of getting a lot of of, of, uh, of authors getting their, their message up and out of them into written word and into a published book. So that's the advice that I, I, I'd give is uh, don't do it alone. Get some help. This is it, t- it takes a village to get a book published. It sure as heck does, Don. So um, yeah, so whether it's me or it's anyone, like listen to Don's advice because too many of you are struggling thinking that you got to figure this out alone. Like the, the, the path is laid, the blueprint is there. Like the, the A to Z, what you need to do all the support you need, whether it's, you know, it would be delightful, you know, if it's with us, because we've been doing this for 16 years and we're good at it. And, you know, my process works, um, not just for your book, but for you as the author as well. Um, but if it's not me, um, as Don said, you know, like, don't go out there and, you know, poke around to figure out where the minefields, you know, where the mines are just, follow someone's path. It's going to be so much easier and it will help you move through that uncomfortable zone um, because you'll hit it over and over and over again. You got to keep, you know, stepping in and moving through um, and not shying away from it. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Don, for being here today. It was just great talking with you because it's been a little while since we've, you know, chatted. I've been following you and, you know, like just keeping tabs, but it's nothing like having a, a conversation. So Thank you for taking the time out to uh, connect, to be my guest and to serve our audience today and stepping into that uncomfortable zone so they can get their books done. Yeah, thank you as well, Christine. It's great to catch up and uh, to hear your voice again. And uh, uh, yeah, look look forward to seeing where our journeys continue to take us. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to connect with you and always a pleasure to be here with you, my amazing audience of listeners who are also working on getting your books done and making a difference with your message in the world. Um, Just an honor and a joy to serve you in this way. 
and it would be an even deeper an honor, you know, a, a deeper honor and joy to actually really support you in the journey. Um, should you go check out, get your book done and find out like, oh yeah, like oh, it's time for me to get my book done. And um, we're here for you. So let us support you through that process and make it easier and get you through that uncomfortable zone over and over and over and over again until it's done. That's why we're here. So much love to all of you. And uh, until next time, happy writing. All right. Bye for today. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.